1: NHL draft prospect Tyler Palmer joins us on today's episode. Hi, again, everyone. I'm Tony D'Asco, along with Chris Golick. You could find us on Twitter at Tony D'Asco at TD Chris G, and of course, as always, Locked On Golden Knights at Locked On VGK. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen each and every day. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. And now our interview with goaltender Tyler Palmer, an NHL draft prospect who plays for the WHL Victoria Royals. The NHL draft happens on Thursday next week on July the 7th. And welcome to the show, Tyler. I want to start off by asking you, have you been told anything where you might be projected to be drafted? I only ask you this because I went through these motions about a week or so ago. With the NBA draft and players that I know, they were told that they would be drafted into the NBA in the first or the second round in the National Hockey League. Do you hear a lot of that pre-draft noise?
0: Um, I haven't personally. I think there are some guys who, you know, uh, you know, if they're projected to go in the first round, I think there's definitely some of that talk. But um, I am not projected to go in the first round, so I haven't really heard any of that talk.
2: No worries there. So question for you. Um, My personal business is basically opening hockey cards for people and sending them out and stuff like that. Upper Deck Young Guns is obviously the key collectible rookie card for hockey players once they make it into the NHL. So my question for you, have you thought about what that'll be like once you get to see that? Have you pictured that in your head? And, uh, you know, what would your reaction be to that?
0: No, I haven't really thought about that, you know, having my own rookie card or anything like that. Um, yeah, that would definitely be really cool. Really cool thing.
1: Tyler Palmer is our guest and uh, I understand that you are a huge Mark Andre Fleury fan. We've seen him a lot here when he played for the VGK. Uh, anyone else influence your game and your style?
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. Mark Andre Fleury, I really love just how much he battles and competes. Um, Also, I mean, Carey Price is, like, almost complete opposite. Not that he doesn't battle-compete, but he's just so calm and composed and structured in the net. So there's kind of – I like both of those kind of games. And then there's also kind of more of a uh, combined game of, like, UC Soros.
1: And what what part of their game uh, influenced you the most? I mean, when we talk about Marc-Andre Fleury – uh, we saw that he was so acrobatic in his style.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely, you know, you don't want to be diving around all over the place all the time, but I think there's definitely a time and place where you just have to battle to be, be an athlete, just trying to stop the puck. Oh, no uh, what's
1: matter. it? Yeah. What's it like playing in the, uh, in the WHL?
0: Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of travel. Um, Especially being in Victoria, there's a ferry to take every time. uh, Every time you have to go on the road. Um, But it's nice, you know, you get to uh, see the ocean every time you go on a road trip. There's whales sometimes, pretty nice. Um, And then, yeah, it's just a really fast-paced, skilled, physical league. And, yeah, you basically just have to be prepared to do your best every night.
2: So I'm a, a local beer league hockey official here in Las Vegas, did a three set last night. And where I'm going with this is whenever I first put my skates on, there's a little bit of pain. It kind of gets better throughout the nights. Obviously, um, playing daily, practicing daily and everything, you're putting your skates on and off multiple times a day for probably many weeks straights. How do you continuously care for your feet to basically be comfortable wearing skates all the time or is there pains unexpectedly talk me through that process and how you just kind of care for yourself
0: uh yeah i mean taking care of your body is a huge huge part of especially having a dense schedule um but yeah for my feet actually i i've experienced similar things where um my feet tend to like start cramping up a little bit i don't necessarily get like pains from like rubbing in my skates but um, I do get like cramping in the bottom of my feet. And what I find helps is I get like a small, it's almost like a small, like lacrosse ball. And I'll like massage my feet out uh, before every time I go on the ice. And that seems to really help.
1: Tyler Palmer is our guest. He's a goaltender and he's an NHL draft prospect currently playing with the WHL victoria royals and he said that he likes to see a lot of whales out there around water and we see whales of a different type here the high rollers here in las vegas but you know when did you first put on your skates and uh, take us along your journey on how you got into hockey and then the progression leading up to the season that we felt was a breakout year uh with the victoria royals
0: i mean yeah um you know obviously living in canada hockey is a pretty big sport uh my dad uh junior hockey so I kind of got into it that way and yeah I kind of just fell in love with it um you know I've, I've always been an athlete but yeah for whatever reason hockey has always kind of resonated with me and then um one of the things is when I was in minor hockey like this is how I became a goalie when I was in minor hockey uh I I liked scoring goals but I hated getting scored on even more so I mean if I if I played Forward, I would go back play defense. If I played defense, I would basically play goal So it was, I I hated getting scored on so much. I just ended up playing goalie.
1: <laughs> and
2: uh, oh well, Chris, I, I know Chris, right? You're, you don't want your son to be a goalie.
0: You said any uh, position but funny. goalie. I'm it's funny you out.
2: bring that up. So um, yeah, he, we're we're doing the learn to skate program or learn to play program here in Las Vegas for my son and. Yeah, I, he, all the players are coming out to the ice for a little practice game. I don't see my son out there, and he I look in the penalty box, which is probably going to be a familiar place for the Gallic family as they get older, but I see the coach actually putting the goalie pads on him. I'm like, oh, no. So I guess here's what you can help me out with here. Please ease my tensions, me and my wife Amanda, please ease our tensions – if ice my son does go the goaltender route, because that scares the crap out of me. So make me feel better about that.
0: Okay. Um well <laughs> my parents were scared too. Uh my mom still is, honestly. Um my dad's pretty cool with it. But uh, you know, I mean, it is not it is still a big expense uh to be a goalie, but I mean there's so many Um, options for pads nowadays you know even like uh, secondhand stuff not too bad like you don't always have to have the top of the line stuff especially growing up Um, you know once you start hitting that bantam age that's when it starts maybe getting a little more expensive but hopefully um, you know they'll keep coming out with uh, you know more affordable um, options for for gear because that is definitely a big expense so that's kind of the one one area of problem I think for goalies is just the, how expensive all the gear is. Um, and yeah, like I said, there's more options and it's more affordable. It's, uh, still not, uh, I know I'm not making you feel like I a whole lot better about this. Sorry, but yeah. Um,
1: but equipment's uh, come a long way since I was a kid, of course. I mean, it has, obviously. Yeah. Come, <laughs> for sure. You should feel way. safer, right?
0: You, you definitely should feel safer than you used to. However, I would say personally, if it was my kid, I would still maybe be a little bit scared. I'm sorry, like there's not a whole lot to, to defend it here. It's a, it's a really fun position to play, but yeah. It's a, it didn't
2: make sense, so. Do you Tony, have, goalies weren't even wearing helmets when you were, when no, you were around. No, no,
1: no, they were not wearing helmets, that's for sure. And that, so do you have like your own custom mask? I mean, you're at the WHL level. Uh, tell us about like your equipment now. I mean, do you have a custom mask and like that's made especially for you?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's a custom, like, fit mask, like, to my head, but it's a it's, it's custom paint job. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, What's on it? Uh, I have, What's the design? Uh, I come from, like, the mountains and, and the forest, so I have mountains and forests on it. Uh, I also have, like, on the back, it says uh, palms, um, and there's like lion, there's, like, lion skulls and heads on it. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then there's just the, the Royals logo on it. I I don't know. I think it's a pretty cool design. I think you can see it, uh, on, um, Travis Michael. He's the guy that did my, my mask. Oh yeah. Very, very famous. Yeah. Yeah. He has it on, uh, yeah, he actually does a couple NHL guy. He does, uh, I think he does Demko's mask after Demko's mask. Um, Oh yeah. I I could put out his Instagram just so that. You can kind of see some of the stuff he does.
1: It's pretty pretty good. Pretty, pretty cool. Again, our guest uh, is Tyler Palmer, the goaltender, NHL draft prospect. And uh, tell us, you know, the best part of your game. What is your particular style? Is it one of being aggressive? There are a lot of young goaltenders, I feel, that are playing more aggressive in nature, move better side to side. And then uh, Chris and I are always, (laughs) Chris and I, are, we're definitely curious about, goaltenders and the rebound control because it just seems like so many goals are scored off of really bad rebounds
0: yeah for sure um yeah rebound control is a big part of it obviously if you can put the good, uh, the puck in a good spot or keep it every time there's a lot less you know second quality chances and you're just going to give up a lot less goals. um there's that and then also yeah just the uh kind of the evolution of the game, I would say, is causing, I mean, goaltenders have to keep up and you're seeing kind of a, yeah, as you said, like more of an aggressive, uh, faster moving generation of goalies, I think. Um, and I mean, you're starting to see all these, you know, the way that they used to be the, the really big guys, but they kind of sit back in their net. They're kind of really slowly falling to, out of the, the, the NHL. I mean, it's just because uh, the game has just moved so much faster now. You have to be athletic and be able to move with it. Um, so I think, yeah, that's definitely, um, definitely what's going on now. And I, I, I would like to uh, like classify myself as part of that group. I think I'm, I'm a, I'm a good skater. Um, I do also play aggressively. Uh, I try not to give up. You Know, I, I think I've actually pride myself on that is not giving up straight shots, clean shots, um, but then also um, being fast enough to be able to, you know, read the play and get back door if, if need be. So,
2: So question going back to the masks, uh, I grew up a big Chicago Blackhawks fan, that's where I'm originally from. Ed Belfour, you know, in the 90s and such, had the, the Eagle mask, obviously, extremely famous, by far my favorite paint job um and actually um uh ferguson here in uh vegas with the silver knights he actually had a real cool tribute to kobe bryant as well so just call my favorite masks what is your favorite mask design that you've seen nhl or otherwise
0: that's a good one um obviously i mean there's the classics you can go way back like with like the jerry cheever is like the really cool looking uh the with they like the scar marks those i like i'm a kind of a simple more of a simple type of guy i kind of like that uh, kind of the ones that look scarier almost kind of intimidating those ones i think are i think are really cool
1: more with NHL draft prospect Tyler Palmer after this you're listening to Locked On Golden Knights betonline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting needs all of your sports information You could find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball, next year's uh, NHL props and lines, and much, much more. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf, too. Head to the website today, or you can use our mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Nights your first listen each and every day. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to our interview with Tyler Palmer, an NHL draft prospect, a goalie who plays for the WHL Victoria Royals. Chris, uh, I wanted to talk to Tyler a little bit about something that we've discussed on this show. Uh, We are, you you talked again, uh, Tyler Palmer is our guest, the NHL draft prospect who currently plays for the WHL Victoria Royals. And I wanted to ask you, you talked a bit about up-tempo hockey, right? This seems to be a trend. It's kind of like transition hockey, fast-break hockey, if you will. And during the playoffs, we saw where goaltenders played a really big role. Darcy Kemper, Igor Shosturkin. Uh, we even saw Mike Smith. That is one of Chris gollick's favorites. Mike Smith, where he would just catch, he would catch the puck and then just shovel it out and start the the Russian going back the other way. I think it's changing there with goaltenders and with that style. And we saw where uh, Kemper and Shosturkin had assists. I was going to get at that. Did you have any goalie assist with the Victoria Royals of the WHL? And when was your last assist? That's a big thing, right, in hockey for goaltenders.
0: It's definitely becoming much more of a thing now with goalies getting a lot more involved with the play. You have to be, um, you basically have to be like a third defenseman out there. And, you know, I, I'm watching Mike Smith in these playoffs. You really see that with how much it helps with your team, you know, in the transition game, like you said, um, just takes so much more pressure off, off your defense and just allows you to get up ice and going rather than playing in your own end. Um so yeah, that's definitely also becoming a huge thing in the game. And uh, yeah, uh, actually, I did have an assist um, with the Royals this year. I, it wasn't like a huge stretch pass, like that, like that unbelievable pass I seen Mike Smith make uh, near the end of the year too. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. To uh, McDavid, that was that was sweet. I seen that. that was, I was yeah.
1: watching that game live, and I came so, out of my chair. That was crazy.
0: Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, mine wasn't like that. I kind of just like uh, set it up for. It was actually a forward in my own end, and he kind of went end to end and scored. But uh, that was <laughs> that was Terren Pfizer, who is uh, he's playing pro now. Well, he was playing pro. He will play again next year. Um, so yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he was a pretty good player. So I just kind of had to give it to him, and he would kind of do the work for me. But um, yeah, that's definitely something I'm looking to improve is that puck handling, just because I can see how much it's Changing the game, um, helping the team out. So that's uh, yeah, it's definitely something I want to look towards.
2: How much research have you done about potential destinations for where you might get drafted to, either the, you know on the AHL side or the AHL side? I mean, obviously, you've done a lot of travel playing in the WHL but I'm sure there's a lot of places that you probably have not been to. So do you do a lot of research, like thinking about, well, what if team A drafts me or what if team B drafts me? How is your mindset, you know, just kind of going into the draft with respect to, uh, you know, what where you might call home in the next uh, coming months? Uh,
0: you know, I haven't uh, really done a whole lot of research because, I mean, it, no matter where I go, it's, uh, I I'm going to be, ecstatic about it um i mean yeah pretty much any place live i mean playing in the nhl that's that's the dream so i mean i haven't uh done a whole lot of research about that even about the goaltenders that are in front of me i mean at the end of the day you just have to keep playing your game you have to basically just have to beat all of them out doesn't matter who's in front of you you just have to beat them out so uh that's kind of the mindset that i've i've been that i've really had all my life really
1: Mm mm-hmm uh, do you have a favorite team?
0: Uh I I was really watching the Oilers actually a lot. Uh they I could really, use a goalie I,
1: perhaps of the future. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did. I I was watching the Oilers a lot, watched the Flames quite a bit, which is kind of weird because Oilers and the Flames, but either way. Uh and I also I've been follow I followed Fleury a lot. So I mean Pittsburgh, Vegas, and uh even Minnesota. Now I've, I've been watching a little bit like all those teams. So just because I love flurry. So yeah.
1: What does he do best in your estimation? You know, one of the things that I think is his trademark too is the poke check. Is that a part of your game?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't do like a huge swooping poke check a whole lot. If they get in tight, I'll hundred percent get my stick involved. I mean, not allowing them to get a shot, but also every once in a while, don't want to break away or something i'll actually do like a fake poke check and it actually works a lot more than you would think like all you have to it's just a quick little movement with your arm to act like you're going to poke check and it kind of causes the player to like freak out and sometimes they even lose the puck so um yeah it's just basically little things that i've figured out just doing practice messing around in practice with especially with the breakaways you know you can the players are trying to fake you out, but you can almost fake the players out
2: too. Um, so something pretty cool out here. I mentioned my son is in the learn to play program out here and, and actually Derek England, a VGK alum now uh, has been coaching the classes, which was unannounced, unexpected, an amazing treat for um, my son and, you know, the family just to watch and take in. So my question for you is what kind of involvements would you port um see yourself having in the local community of wherever you wind up getting drafted
0: yeah i mean definitely community work is also a big part of the job and uh yeah i mean uh i kind of see myself mostly um you know going into the schools and stuff with the kids uh you know i i've I've seen a lot of that stuff and i kind of that's kind of the stuff that I've wanted to do um, is work with the kids. That's uh, that's where I feel like um, that's where I feel like I, I really want to do my community work. Um, just, you know, bring up that younger generation. I know all it takes is just a little bit of inspiration. The game of hockey is growing uh, you know, especially in the States right now, it's, a, it's definitely growing. So um, you know, getting the young kids into it definitely Help impact that a little more
1: goaltending prospect nhl draft prospect tyler palmer is our guest currently playing with the whl victoria royals uh take us through what happened during the pandemic you're a young fella and how did it affect your progress perhaps you know your progression as a goaltender as a player in the national hockey league
0: yeah i mean covid wasn't a very fun time for anybody um you know, between you know, you weren't able to get any ice uh, for a while in Canada. Anyway, I'm not sure how it was in the states, um, but yeah, I mean, there was times where everything got shut completely right down. Um, there was no training anywhere, so you kind of had to really um, figure out interesting ways to to keep up uh, or even get um, ahead. <laughs> So actually, we ended up getting uh, my parents and my grandparents chipped in as well, uh, getting a uh, like a synthetic ice surface. It's just like a 25 foot by 25 foot little ice surface. How cool! Yeah, it was really cool, and uh, we set that up in my garage so that I could, I could st- skate just like a little crease that I could skate in. And then there was also um a local junior hockey player that would come out and shoot on me so me and him would kind of train together we did that for that whole COVID summer where everything was shut right down um and then also that next year that next season um we uh we kind of got shut down halfway through and I we set actually no we didn't set that up we built an outdoor rink um because it's obviously it's cold it's in Canada in the winter Uh yeah so yeah we built an outdoor rink and i was able to skate out there and my dad came out and shot on me um so yeah there's definitely lots of interesting ways that we could still um, pop and get on the ice
2: i keep seeing those ads on various social media sites for those synthetic rinks i guess they actually do work maybe i'll get some out here when i uh getting getting ice time in vegas is kind of hard these days because it's just so it's you mentioned how much uh, it's growing and everything hockey is just amazing uh, hyper growth here in uh, Vegas and Southern Nevada. I got kind of a fun question. A buddy of mine, we'll call him Zafuski. He pitched me this question for you. Check this out. Do you have a certain song that you would compare your work ethic to? Sorry if you're uncomfortable right now.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh...
2: I think you two are going to bond over
1: Pearl Jam at some point.
0: There oh, we go. Yeah. Pearl Jam. Yeah, that's uh... a <laughs> Pearl Jam. Uh, I don't know a Pearl Jam song. That would really I don't know. I It's an interesting question. I've never really thought about that, to be honest with you. All right,
2: let, let's let's shift we'll shift gears. I'll let, I'll let you off the hook here. Is there okay. a certain music, a band, a certain genre of music you like to listen to while you are maybe working out or practicing and stuff like that?
0: I've actually really started listening to both Van Halen and Death Leopards, just classic, <laughs> classic rock music I found. I really, really like.
2: There is hope for the future of the world right now, just based on this <laughs> interview with Tyler Palmer. Uh, t- tell us, uh, Tyler, uh, tell
1: us about a player that we have not heard of, perhaps that you feel could be a breakthrough player, a steal, perhaps other than yourself in the upcoming NHL draft that you've seen, perhaps uh, in your journey and also in the whl
0: uh yeah okay uh i mean on my team uh Braden sherman i think is going to be just an absolute stud i think he's going to be awesome um, so that, i mean there's there's him and then also um you know i've known this this guy for quite a while now i played spring hockey with him back when i was I don't even know, ten, eleven. Uh, Ryland Roarsma, He's, uh, you know, he played for the uh, Brandon Wheat Kings this year, um, and he did he did quite well there. But I think he's, I think he's an unbelievable player. Uh, great guy. Um, yeah, I think I think he's going to be a steal in the draft.
2: Uh, I've alluded to my uh, beer league officiating and everything. So, just question about referees in general. In your opinion, what, and I'm not just, 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 I don't mean from simply like making good calls and things like that, but what things do you see that makes for a good ice hockey official? What gets the respect for you as a player in dealing with referees?
0: Personally, I think um, a ref that actually uses the, I mean, obviously you as a, a, a beer ref might not get this, but um, a ref that uses the uh, video review properly, because there's a lot of refs that kind of try to call it by themselves. But like when it's a really close play, I feel like they should almost make the call that they can still overturn. Like if it's really that close, I mean, just make the call that you can go look at the video and then do it that way. Personally, I think that's better way of doing it because there's, I've seen it multiple on multiple counts, actually, where that's happened, you know, in my league and both, and the NHL, where it's, you know, it, it seems questionable to me as to why they would really rely on a play that close to be, like, solely on one angle of what they seen. Like, why would you not want to go look at the video and make sure you get the call right? That's kind of my big thing.
1: Tyler Palmer, one final question for you, and then we'll let you go. I know it's a busy time around your household, but where do you want to be playing next season? Where do you feel that you could be playing next season or you will be playing?
0: Uh, I am planning on going back to Victoria this season. I am just—I really want to have a really good standout season uh, in the WHL for at least one more year. Uh, that i will be looking at uh pro contracts um depending on where where i might end up uh, or doing i'll definitely be looking at pro contracts after that
1: and you'll be watching the draft i suppose with your family yeah awesome well thanks again and best of luck to you in the future and we appreciate your time once again thank you Thanks again to draft prospect Tyler Palmer of the WHL Victoria Royals. And thanks again for tuning in and making us your first listen here at Lockdown Vegas Golden Knights. Tony Credasco for Chris Golick. We'll see you again on Tuesday. Have a happy and safe weekend and a tremendous July 4th. We'll see you again right here on Tuesday on Lockdown Golden Knights.